What's going on, everybody? You're listening to the High Performance Producer Podcast, where we give you the catalyst to enhance your music career and stop procrastination through actionable strategies. Join myself, Cody, and my co-host, Jared, on a journey to unlock your true potential and gain the skills of self-confidence, discipline, self-control, and the grit needed to optimize your musical journey. What is going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the High Performance Producer Podcast, where I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Cody from Chilled Samples. We're going to be talking to you today about how to come back after the holidays for the new year and just how to generally set goals to set yourself up for the new year and how to take it on. So this way, you're changing all that potential energy into kinetic and starting to get the ball rolling and really take action once you get onto that first of the new year, so to speak, instead of continually procrastinating your goals like we know we all do and how a lot of people might have some goals from last year that they said that they were going to do, but now they're realizing, hey, I completely forgot about that a month in. So today we're going to give you some ways to ideally set goals, um, set some stretch goals, some realistic goals for yourself, um, some ways to break down those goals onto a more micro level, something that's a little more tangible for yourself to do, something that's a little more actionable on a day-to-day basis as well as give you some quick tips on how to track those goals and ways to actually make sure that you're measuring those things so that you can ideally grow them in the future. So to get back to that, the first thing that we're going to have to talk about before we can get into detail is how to set a big macro level goal, how to get a general thing that you want done, whatever that happens to be. And in this case, we're going to be talking about music goals. So that could be finishing a big project, a big album. It could be doing X amount of collaborations, putting out X singles, putting out X sample packs for somebody like myself, Um, anything that you happen to be doing creative or related to music that you're trying to finish, that's typically what your goal is going to be related to. So what you want to do is make sure, or the two requirements that I usually like to have for any goal is to make sure that I have a specific time frame that I want to complete that goal within. So if it's an album, what date do you want to release that album on or a sample pack? Or maybe if you have to submit it to a playlist or if you have to do things before the actual release date, knowing exactly what that date is. So again, having a very specific time frame as to when you need to do something by, um, because that date isn't always necessarily the full year. Um, The second thing is to make sure that you have a quantifiable way to define that goal. So instead of just saying, uh, I want to make an album, I want to make a project or uh, something that we were talking about earlier, me and Cody is gaining weight for myself or, or losing weight. A lot of people make these really general goals like, oh, I want to lose weight. I want to make a project. I want to make an, uh, a, a sample pack. That's not a good goal at all. That's a terrible goal in my opinion. Uh, so it's like the reason why it's not a good goal is because it's so general. And people, when you say something really general, you're only going to get a really general outcome. and You're not going to actually get the result that you want. However, when you create a quantifiable, again, a specific quantifiable outcome that you want, when you say, I want to lose 20 pounds, when you say, I want to make a 16-track album, I want to make a sample pack that contains... 20 drum loops, 20 percussion loops, 20 one shots, blah, 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 blah. And you actually define all of the characteristics with, again, numbers in this case, a quantifiable value. You can then begin to reverse engineer those goals so that you can come up with the actions that you need to take, which we'll talk about in just a second with some of the the micro deadlines that you can set for yourself. But again, you need to be able to have 
uh, some sort of quantifiable value set, you can create those those micro deadlines. And ideally, again, these two things in tandem, these two requirements of having uh, a time frame as well as a, a value, a number related to that goal, will help you just to define the path that you need to get there. That doesn't help you take any of the action, but now you know all the things that you need to do and all the processes, um, all the methods, all the models that you need to use potentially to get to the place. So that's why making sure that you set the goal and you set it with these two requirements, it can help you just to know, um, know the direction that you're heading and understanding that is huge. Um, and the second little part that I want to give about setting goals is to make sure you set uh, realistic goals and you set stretch goals as well for yourself. So uh, typically I like to say that whatever your realistic goal is, your stretch goal should be either 2x, 5x, or 10x what the realistic goal is. Um, and that you can gauge depending on the specific topic and how confident you are in, um, again, 10xing something or doubling something or quadrupling it, whatever the, the x happens to be for yourself. But um, the ideal thing is that you want to create a realistic goal. The realistic goal comes from, again, the quantifiable outcome and reverse engineering to those realistic numbers. Um, and then your stretch goal, again, is just 10xing that. So to start breaking this down, now that we have a very general idea of how to create this big onset, this big macro level goal, we want to make sure that we want to break that down into smaller, little detailed things that we need to do uh, day to day, month to month, even on a little bit bigger scale. But we need to know the exact actions that we need to take a lot of times and how we can actually go about that. Um, and also, if there's anything that, that I missed in terms of things that you do as well to set goals, Cody, definitely mention it. But I know that you do uh, a lot of things in terms of your journal, especially to make sure that you stay on par with your goals that you set throughout the year. So, Yeah, and Jared, these are such important concepts to cover because all of us are really good at setting those stretch goals. We're really good at setting that generalized macro level goal, uh, but it's a lot of us face difficulties when we try to reverse engineer and and look at what steps, what actions we actually need to take over time to accomplish those macro level and stretch goals. Uh, and just like you said, man, it's all about reverse engineering. Um, try and try and estimate how long that macro level goal will take you, and then begin to break down the that specific time period as a calendar and develop your monthly goals, your, or sorry, your quarterly goals, your monthly goals, your weekly goals, and then of course your daily goals. And truthfully, I, I, I enjoy and I strive to accomplish my weekly goals and my monthly goals. But in Jared, you know, this is my personal preference. I am all about the daily non-negotiables and absolutely trusting the process of trusting that if I follow the process of accomplishing these tasks every single day, I will accomplish those weekly, monthly, and of course the macro and stretch goals. Um, Jared, so how, how do you view breaking down, um, breaking down your goals in that timeline. Yeah, no, that that honestly totally makes sense to me. It's like, in terms of what you said, first of all, it's like trusting the process is mm -hmm. so important and to make sure that like, uh, sometimes we do the little things and don't realize that the little things add up to a big outcome, like you're saying. And it's by, again, trusting in that, that you can allow for those things to start to compound and really take effect. Uh, for myself, 
literally, aside from the, the actual math of reverse engineering, for example, if I have um, something that's, uh, if I'm trying to get a thousand of something by the end of the year, I know that I just need to, again, divide it by 52 or divide it by 12. And I need to get 83 of them per month or 21 per week if I'm doing four weeks in a month and like doing the math like that to reverse engineer. But the bigger part to it is really taking those numbers, whatever numbers you get when you reverse engineer down to, again, a monthly, a weekly, a daily basis, and then attaching them to KPAs and KPIs. And I'm not going to go too in-depth onto what those are uh, to this podcast, because I know we both uh, go over them with, with, with our, our students, and as well as uh, you can probably just Google what a KPA and KPI is if, if, if you really want to. Um, but a KPA and a KPI are just a key performance indicator and a key performance action and it's basically making sure that you have indicators and basically lead and lag switches is how I like to look at them um, from, again, a mathematics perspective of, am I going to hit that goal? Am I leading further than it? And should I be starting to shoot towards my stretch goal now because I'm leading so far ahead? Or am I lagging behind it so badly that maybe I actually need to move the goalpost because I'm doing so terrible or... I need to re-initiate uh, my KPAs and re-gauge re how they are and maybe change my KPAs so this way they can give me a different impact on my KPI. Again, the uh, 80-20 rule, which is something that we, we talked about in a previous episode, and it's just making sure, again, that there's a balance between, all, or a synergy, rather, between all these different things, and they're all kind of working together and coherence. Again, there's this push and pull between the KPA, the KPI, the monthly goal, the bigger goal, and making sure that everything's working together and coherence to eventually be achieved at some point. Um, and that's done, again, through KPA, KPIs, through tracking, generally speaking, making sure that I put those KPAs and KPIs on. For me, it's just an Excel sheet or a Notion, um, which is just a digital workspace for, for that, that you can download for free off the internet. Um, and there's a lot of other things that you can use as well, but basically just making sure that you have some way for yourself, whatever that happens to be, to track what you're doing. So now that I've, I know, again, what my KPI is and what my KPA is, I need to track towards those things. So whatever that happens to be for myself, I'll make sure I have literally a whiteboard or the Excel in front of me. And every single week, I'm making sure that I, I'm measuring towards my goal. At the end of every day, I'm inputting into cells to make sure that I'm keeping on track, again, through indicators, through lead lag switches um, to see literally what color is the cell because, the, again, like I have it set so that if the cell turns a certain color, it knows that I'm messing up or that I'm doing good. So it's like really easy for you to see. And again, there's a lot of programs that can help you do this and stuff as well. But for me, it's easy to just have either the, the, a digital version such as Excel or something like that or an analog physical version like the, the whiteboard or a lot of times it's... Uh, literally just these little post-its uh, for anybody that can't see it's I'm literally just holding up post-it like you there, there's so many different ways that you can track stuff but the key element uh I should probably should have said this at the beginning but the key element to why tracking is so important uh, is because if you aren't tracking towards your goal and you're not measuring what you are working towards you cannot grow grow uh, you cannot grow to achieve that goal and you cannot increase those numbers to really achieve them you will not be held accountable. It's really, again, in a business sense, it's a little bit easier because you have people around you that are all holding you accountable. You have a boss. You might have a, a coach if you're playing a sport. You might have a teacher or something like that if you're a student. Um, but when you're by yourself, you don't have anything to hold you accountable to that goal that you set. That's why you forget also because 
when it's not in front of you, you forget. If it's not on a whiteboard, if it's not on a post-it on your desk, you're going to quickly forget that goal a month or two months in or whatever it happens to be. However, if you make it a habit to, again, consistently track this thing, literally just to write three numbers or four numbers in an Excel sheet at the end of every day, it takes two minutes, the same amount of time it takes to brush your teeth. So it's like, it's not the amount of time it takes. It's the fact that you haven't made it a habit of tracking yet. So uh, I know that was a little bit of a tangent, but to kind of make that a little more concise, the, the thing that I like to do in terms of micro deadlines is obviously reverse engineering down to the KPA, KPI, and then making sure that I track those things appropriately to make sure I'm either going to hit those goals or I'm not going to hit those goals. But is there anything that, that you do in terms of the way that you track your, your uh, process and your, your music goals? Uh, Jared, I just want to give you kudos for such a mathematical perspective and explanation on goal tracking. That was phenomenal, man. That was that was great. Uh, it's always fun. Yeah. So for me, uh, I've been journaling for the past, I believe, six or seven years, um, and I use a Fox Journal where it's a it's a really well designed journal where it does have my annual goals, my quarterly goals, my monthly goals, weekly goals, and of course, the the daily non-negotiables. And just like you said, it's the habit of recording and tracking my process and, and having the opportunity to look back, see how I structured my day, see what I did in that day, and then see what I'd accomplished, right? Um, so I think it's important to have a system where not only are you tracking your progress, but you have a way of analyzing what you did in the past. A way of being able to reflect on and analyze what you were doing during a really good period when you were accomplishing your goals quickly. And then, of course, when you were not hitting your mark. Um, and once again, for me, that's that's simply a journal. But uh, Jared, you had mentioned Notion, and, and that's a, a online platform, online scheduler, online task management uh, service, which is phenomenal. So I think I I'm, I may jump jump ship and begin using Notion. But at the end of the day, the most important aspect is is finding a system that works for you, so you can consistently track your progress. Yeah, you said it. At the end of the day, as long as you find that system that works for you, in the, in the journal, in the I think you said Fox Journal, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like whatever that happens to be, and just making sure that it's helping you get to that goal. And also, I like that you said to make sure that you analyze it because data. In general, it's just information. It means nothing until you draw connections between all the dots. You know, it's just knowledge uh, versus the actual experience, so to speak. So definitely, again, analyze the data when you get there. But with that, going to wrap up the episode. So again, to start setting some goals for the new year, make sure that you set, again, a realistic goal and a stretch goal and make sure that those goals are are done within a specific time frame, whether that's the entire year, whether you have a date that you want to complete it by and make sure that you add a quantifiable value to that goal, then break down that goal and reverse engineer back into the actual actions that you need to take to complete that goal. And then also to make sure that you track it in any way that's feasible and that's the most, uh, uh, I guess, sustainable for yourself, so to speak, so that you can actually achieve that goal by the time you get to the end of the year and that you keep up with it. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode and definitely stay tuned for the next one. And peace. Peace.